Nye podcast to Barrago. This podcast is on country. Nye gatang goba nye awabakal barai nye warmai barai nye wan nimbu wan nimbu. This is gatang barai land. Nye awabakal barai awabakal country nye warmai barai warmai country nye wan nimbu wan nimbu. Always and always. Yeah, well, it's been pretty good, actually. The first week, we actually got smashed with fitness, so it's probably a bit of a wake-up call for most of us, but um, the rest of it, we've just been trying to come together as a group, like, we've all played in different systems, and it's good, there's been, like, groups of different girls, like, a bunch of, you know, girls who played at Roosters, um, some that come from the Broncos, so, like, we're all getting together, and we have some combinations already, which is really good. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Knights HQ Podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineers, trades and construction. I'm Jay Nelson. I'm here a lot. You see me every week, or sorry, every second week, but there is one person here that looks a little bit different. You're not Matt. No, I'm not. Who are you? I'm Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome, mate. You're Thank in. You, mate. You've subbed in for Matt. I'm uh, off the bench. Yep. Thanks to the call-up coach. Yep, yep. Look, Croaks, you know, he's got things to do with his uh, playing and the footy stuff. So, look, we've, we've come in. We've brought you in. You work here on the Knights Media team as well as I do. So, we thought it was a suitable, uh, you know, replacement for Matt. So, mate, welcome. Welcome. Now, today, we've got two gun footy players in the house. Yupoon Seagulls, Tully Tigers, their finest representative, some say. We have... Romy Tatsil and Tamika Upton. Hi, girls. How are you going? Hello. Hey, guys. How are you going? Is that a fair call? No. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Harry Grant also played for the Yupoon Seagulls, so that one's hard. Uh, okay. There you go. No, well, he's no. also a, a great player. Now, girls, how are you? Going good? Yeah, not bad. We've just come off the back of a long weekend, which is good leading into the first week. So um, good little break after a big and intense preseason. So yeah, I cool. actually ducked home for the weekend, which was nice and refreshing and um, back and ready to get into it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, look, today on the podcast, we'll just go through what we're going to be going through. So you guys aren't blindsided by the hard hitting questions that we ask on this program. Uh, look, we're going to test you, uh, test your knowledge about your career. We do this every time uh, with the players that come in here. We're doing a bit of a player quiz. So uh, you'll be competition. Uh, you'll be in competition with each other. So Brad rights on the line on that one. I'm uh, going to give that straight to Tamika right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, obviously the NRLW competition starts this weekend, so um, we're going to be talking about that, talking about the pre-season, talking about the week leading up, how it's all going. Uh, then we're going to talk about... Um, uh, Romy, obviously you were here for our first inaugural season, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, you obviously scored your first try in the red and blue, so you know there's a few things that happened last year that we can talk about. Uh, you also played against each other in the recent BMD Premiership Grand Final, so uh, you know we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, or, you know, and look, footy is a big part of what we do here, but we also want to talk about away from footy as well. Yeah. So you know, you guys are best mates, so you live together, right? Yes. So, you know, surely there'll be some things that you guys get up to off the footy field that we can talk about as well. And then uh, we're going to go uh, tune of the week um, in, you know, we've got to do it for Croaks. Even though he's not here, he's here yes. in spirit. So Croaks <laughs> tune of the week. It is his segment. Without so Croaks. So we'll give it another run. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then we'll do a bit of over underrated. So that, that'll probably round us out. So look, first up, we're going to do our player quiz. We're going to start with Tamika. Good luck. Straight into it. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bragging rights on the line. Yeah. You're both very competitive. Surely this yes. isn't 
too big of a stretch. You should know what you've done in your career, right? Rom doesn't Apparently. look very yeah, doesn't look very <laughs> confident. And that's all good. Um, look, we're going to start with your debut, Tamika. This is sort of what we do here. Uh, you made your NRLW debut back in round one of the 2019 season. Do you remember who it was against, and what was your playing number? Yeah, so I played against the Dragons. Bang, that's one. And I was on the wing, but I can't remember. I'm just going to guess number two. Bang. Yes. So we've got to go – we've got to actually – because Jimmy normally writes these quizzes. Yes. Scoring structure. Are we it's going – is that one oh, point or is that two? Oh. That's one point. So you've got to ask two questions for one point. It's the same question for Romy. Okay, that's okay. all right. Then. Fair enough. I'll okay, got you. Which is a great segue. <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy, uh, get into it, mate. Yeah, Romy, Rom's first question. You made your debut – in round three of the 2020 season with the Brisbane Broncos, do you remember who it was against and where it was played? I do remember that we were already in the grand, like secured a place in the grand final, um, and I think it's Sydney Roosters in Sydney. Correct, correct. Bang bang. So. Name name of the stadium. <laughs> um, was it HNZ? Cool. <laughs> thanks, oh. thanks to a call. Okay. Uh, Jimmy hasn't realised that these mics are actually on. So, yeah, all good, all good. All right. Same, uh, same. Yeah. All right, Tamika, your next question. You won a grand final in only your third game with the Broncos. Do you know who scored the first try in that grand final? Oh, this was the tw- in 2019. Correct. Um, Very I think early it was in Lavinia the game. Gould. Bang. Yep. Two from two. You're on the board for Tamika. Oh, no. Rom, this might stump you, but <laughs> I I'll back you will. in. You scored the Knights' first try in the NRL in the opening games of last season. Do you know what minute the try was scored in? I know that it was really early in the game because, like, everyone was just like, holy, this game's going to be unreal. <laughs> like, what a great <laughs> start. Very um, early. I think that they attacked first. And then we had an opportunity to attack and got a drop out, and I believe it was off that. So I'm going to say early in like the second minute. That's Ching. Bang. You got it. She knows that because she watches that all the time. <laughs> I do. On I repeat. Know, on repeat yeah. I was actually to fall to sleep. The <laughs> <laughs> some people get like the car map or, you know, listen to some like oh tunes or that. Rom's watching the uh, the inaugural try. Fantastic. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Knights HQ exclusive for everyone. Um, now, uh, to make a third question, so we're two apiece at the moment, neck and neck. Uh, Bring it. <laughs> this is what we want, this type of banter. Uh, you've played three games for Queensland, making your debut in 2020. How many points have the Maroons scored up in all of those three games? Sorry, can I just say Maroons? Maroon, Maroon, Maroon. <laughs> I don't – I. With all due respect, okay. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Up the blues. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm not the best at math, but so the first one was 24, second year was eight, and this year was 14. Bang, so quick maths, let's go. Sorry, I'm actually really bad. 24 plus eight. 46? Yes, <laughs> again. <laughs> the microphones are turned on. <laughs> you should have given me a wrong number. I would have said it. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. That bang. Another one. Three. All right, Rom. Rom. In 2021, you're named the BMD Premiership Player of the Year with the Gold Stars. How many tries did you score in that season? That one's really tough. I actually, I honestly don't know. Um, Give it a stab. You had a good year. It's under 10. 
Oh, no, a de- a definitely it's under 10. Under 10. Um, so you, it's, it's a single digit. Seven? That- <laughs> Eight. Nine. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> what was well, it you yeah, it's nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got that wrong. Let's be fair. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, seven, yeah. yeah. Two two off, but yeah. I, I didn't okay, want to go. I'm I didn't want to I don't want to cheat into this game. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> what was that? Three? Three Tamika, two. two for Rom. All right, cool. Nine tries, wow. Tamika, how many tries so far have you scored in your NRLW career? Seven. Bang. I did a bit of re- I did a bit of math research on this with strike rates. I want to share it with you. So you've played twelve games, seven tries, twelve games. It's a strike rate of zero point five eight. Rom two tries in five games, zero point four. Not bad. So that's pretty good. So this Easy. year, you know, that's not a. There's not much in that. I mean, different positions, which is yeah. fine, but um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> just hey, just want to put a bit of competitive fire in the belly, you know, you know, roommates. So you're you saying know, when I'm running down the field and Tamika's inside yeah, me, don't, when, pass, don't pass. pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yell 0.4 as you're doing it. I'm not giving you the ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, Rom, you won a grand final with the Gold Stars this season, defeating Capras and Tamika, 14-12. Who was named Woman of the Match? I actually do remember that one. It was M Menzelman because yes. um, Tani Norris presented that to her yep. um, straight after the game. M had an awesome season and an awesome game. So, yeah, she was really deserving of that. And Knight's teammate now. Uh, yeah, As Knight's she was teammate. Last year. So she's been a teammate of mine for quite a while now. So, yeah, M Menzelman. So 4-3 to Tamika. This is your last question, Tamika. Now, this one's – there's a – you know, it's, a, it's more than one answer. So you might have to dig deep for this. And this would get you the win. This, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. You right. Correct. Uh, so you made your debut for the Indigenous All-Stars at the start of this year. How many current Knights teammates were in the team? So Kira, Bobby, Kyra, Caitlin. Bang, bang, bang. Just nailed. Five across bang, the board to done. All right, don't even ask me my last question. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, no definitely. Definitely we'll ask. Come on. But well done to make 100%. Well I think that's the first 100%. That could be. That could be. There you go. Oh, the ball. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well done. Romy, what is your official Knights NRLW debut number? Like the one that's stitched on the jersey? Yes. The way they worked it out, because obviously a lot of you debuted at the same yeah, time. Yeah, alphabetical order, wasn't it? Because I actually walked into the lockers the other day and they were there printed out and um, I just took it home on the weekend. And to be honest, I couldn't remember to save myself, <laughs> but I'm going to say 12. You're close. 13. 11. Oh. <laughs> Great. That was good. No, oi, both did very, very well. And if you look at that the average right. of everyone, yeah. Look, Tamika got 100%. No one's got 100% before. She's an overachiever. It's fine. Yeah. So it took her to get perfect to win. So, hey, that's, that's, that's both good going. Very good going. All right. Look, um, this week. No prize anyway. So <laughs> look, this week, obviously, huge game. First game of the new season. We have a vastly different team to what we had uh, last year. New girls, new players, some really good signings. How's it been going? How's the preseason been going and, and how do you feel like it's going as a group? Yeah, well, it's been pretty good actually. The first week we actually got smashed with fitness. So it's yeah. probably a bit of a wake-up call for most of us. But 
Um, the rest of it, we've just been trying to come together as a group. Like we've all played in different systems and it's good. There's been like groups of different girls, like a bunch of, you know, girls who played at Roosters, um, some that come from the Broncos. So like we're all getting together and we have some combinations already, which is really good. But now we're just bringing that all um, into Ronnie's game plan. Yeah, cool, cool. I would have to agree. And I think, um, if anything, it's been really refreshing coming back, coming back to Newcastle. We're in the centre of excellence, so that's unreal. State-of-the-art facility there. Um, like Meek said, the girls that have joined us this season, the experience, the um, the friendships that come with it as well. A lot of the girls have played together, if not in um, representative levels, but local teams yeah. as well. So that always is such a benefit coming onto the field because everyone connects so well off. So yeah. um, it's been great. It's been really refreshing. Everyone's fired, ready to go. Um, like Meek said, we got smashed with some fitness. So. Yeah. Everyone's definitely um, physically fit and ready to go, so it's very exciting. And look, you're talking about off-field. You guys have got previous relationships. You played on teams together, representative teams, stuff like that. Um, has that been something that's helped you guys acclimatise to being in Newcastle and, and being a part of the community and sort of enjoying each other's company off the field? And obviously that's connected to, you know, culture and connection and stuff on the field. How's it been like, you know, acclimatising? Obviously, Rom, you were here last mm. year, but the other girls that haven't lived here before, um, you know, has, has that helped and, and how are you finding it to make a living in Newcastle? Yeah, I'm loving it. And like you said, it's made a lot easier when you're doing it um, with your best friends. Um, we're certainly having a good time and it's just like we actually want to go to training and we want to be around each other, which is a really good culture to have um, when we don't have too much time to get together it's only a four-week pre-season but we're making the most of it for sure yeah and the broncos girls so obviously makes you're there for a long time from I mean, you also played for them before but what do we see as their greatest strengths obviously they've won a lot of premierships in the past they've got a great team and to get them first round is obviously a great test for us but what are we expecting from the game um, oh, they're always going to be tough. Um, they're pretty solid up front and they've obviously kept majority of their team together the last three or four years um, with Taryn and Ali being in the spine. But they're always going to be tough. Um, but I think probably the best part about us is the unknown, um, yeah. which is obviously really you know hard to come against. But yeah, yeah. we know what they're going to bring. They're going to be solid all game and they never give up. So we just have to be up for that challenge. And like obviously there's expectations and things around the season. You know, obviously it's a new team, new group, as you said, the unknown. Do you think if we were to win our first game, that's a real good sort of flag in the sand type thing of saying we're here and, you know, this is what we're here to do and, and we're here to win games? Do you reckon that will definitely help with that sort of thing? I think so. And, like, not only up against the Broncos, but I think just off the back end of last season um, – Obviously, it's not a great way to end a season or how you want to play rugby league. So I think that everyone has the same mentality, um, not only for the club, but the town's so passionate about rugby league as well, and especially for the Newcastle Knights. So I think if we were to win the first game, yeah, absolutely. Huge flag in the sand um, to say that. Is that even a saying? Did I make oh, that up? Flag now. in the sand? No, but I like it because yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> Well, I said it and I was like, like mm, yeah, okay, like let's it. go with that. Yeah, flag in the sand. Yeah, yeah. flag in the sand, let's <laughs> use it. Um, yeah, I just think that that's an awesome start to the season yeah. it just shows everyone like what we're here for and um building off that back into last season we got pretty much a restructured club and yeah um our team is ready to go so. yeah and look you know as we said you know it is one game yeah you know it doesn't say that the season's going one way or another mm. but as you said the broncos have been so good for so long they're a solid team we're you know a relatively new group together uh to get that win would be a really good start to show that like that's our intention for the rest of the year and 
once this podcast airs, the team will be revealed. Mm. So can you reveal where you're playing, Romy? Because obviously you played a lot of fullback last <laughs> season, but we've seen you be quite versatile. You can play second row and centre. Yeah. Where you'll be playing on, on Sunday? Um, in the second row. Yeah. Good. In so the huge forwards. change um, from fullback to the forwards has been huge. Um, not only felt it at training, but yeah. yeah. Look, and I feel like... That's kind of where the game's going though, right? Mm. You know, your back rowers are getting more agile. They've got to be able to, you know, play the ball a bit more. Yeah, They're not just yeah. used for sort of, you know, getting on the front foot. You've got to have a little bit of ball skill as well. Well, so. I can tell you for free, I won't be running over anyone. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I played a little bit of second row back when I went back to the Queensland comp and um, I honestly just loved being close to the footy and loved yeah. having that ability to ball play a little bit more. And, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I wasn't getting smashed as much as I thought I would being a smaller body in that position but um, I've just found ways to work around it and bring things that other second rowers don't yeah. so pretty exciting I reckon moving into this season especially for um, our team yeah for sure and Tamika same thing she's Junior playing in the front row yeah yeah <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> nice no I'll be playing fullback um, which I'm really excited about behind the pack that we have and yeah. like we've just spoken about Rummy and also on the other side they're pretty similar is Yasmin um, Meeks in second row and they're just Clydesdale. so... Oh, yeah. Clydesdale. Yeah. <laughs> that. Sorry, yes. Um, yeah, they're so dynamic in second row that it just adds another layer to our attack. It's um, going to be pretty unstoppable once we get firing. Yeah, 100%. All right. So, look, you know, we've made some... Oh, actually, we've already covered that. We've already covered that. Don't worry about that. Um, getting away from footy, and we did, sorry, we did touch on it, being sort of a new group getting acclimatised to Newcastle life. Um, there are sort of similarities between where you guys are from in Queensland and here, you know, with the ocean, where it gets nice. The weather's a bit colder, but, you know, uh, oh, you can stop me on that? No, no that's yeah, fine. Sort yeah, of, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, what do you like to get up to outside of footy? Like, Are there things that you can do here that you can do in both spots, home and here? Or, you know, are, are you sort of getting up to some different stuff now that you've been in Newcastle? I think the biggest thing for me, like where I grew up and even living in Townsville at the moment, um, similar to Newcastle, I find it a big like country town, yeah. like just huge town. So I love that. Um, just getting out and about, going down the beach or just going for a walk and just chilling out, um, doing things like that. I'm not so much into busy things. Like yeah, I don't yeah. like being busy all the time. But um, recently, Mix and I have been going down to the driving range. <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> I saw this on Instagram. Yeah, like we were just like real sporadic, just like, oh, you want to go yeah. down? We were so bored one day and we're like, let's just go for it. And then we actually really liked it. Like we didn't really have any idea what we were doing. But okay, we're not hopeless, but like we're improving. Yeah, we're improving. Well, we had some two avid golfers on the podcast last yeah. week. Yeah, Jackson, Kalen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, they're actually good. Yeah. yeah, that's not great. No way. But you know, New is Newcastle practice the one when you go under the yes. the bridge? Yes. Yeah, out at Shoreland. Go. So no, you'll God's see country. Us there. Beautiful. Blake, Blake actually mentioned, is there a new one that's opened up? Charlestown. Similar mm. to Top Golf, is yeah. that correct? Yeah, it's pretty I good. I've heard great things. things. Pretty good, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But no, nah, um, are you going to get it on the course or is it just a driving range at the okay. moment? Mm. Maybe I after this. Maybe, maybe if I have the like attention span for that to do a whole... You know, course. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. More of a social thing, though. Don't surely the competitiveness will come out, though. Oh, probably not, to be honest. Really? We actually just like to laugh at each other. Like, yeah. Wow. First there time we go. went, to be honest, I'm going to tell you this. We went right down, like, as far as you can go down the end. So, like, no one was near us. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. So I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I hope they're not looking at us. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Once you get out on the course, that's yeah. when it gets a bit, you know. Yeah. Like, Jimmy and I play. You can hit them at the, at the range. Yeah. And you think, yeah. I'm going pretty good. Yeah. I'm hitting them pretty nice. 
And then you get out to the course and it's like... Straight in the scrub. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm no Different good. Yeah, I'm no well good. Well, maybe after the season we should go. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Fun. 100%. social day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah that um, sounds good. Now, Rom, this one's for you, mate. Um, your dad, Craig, um, played a huge role mm. as you uh, with you as a development, as, as you as a player. Um, people might not know that he played for the Magpies and the Steelers and the Cowboys, so he mm. was an NRL player as well. How important was that, having sort of his influence and, and him helping you develop you as a player that you are today? Yeah, well, um, growing up, I, obviously Tully's a huge rugby league community um, being a small town and dad was always involved like as you said he was an ex-NRL player so um, he was always involved in junior league and coaching and helping out where he could and um, I, was, I loved it I was always down there just helping out at training though I wasn't allowed yeah. to play <laughs> and I never thought anything of it I was like yeah that's so cool like we used to go and watch on the weekend and I thought that I was going to fall into the game somewhere um, my high school actually started just having like a match every year against 11 versus 12s and I got into that and then I ended up playing for the inaugural team in the um, North Queensland Marlins when they started for under 16 girls. I didn't play again until I was 19 when I was in Townsville so yeah, wow. um, to be honest I never saw obviously like young many of the other young girls never saw a pathway in rugby league and yeah never never saw this as a pathway and to play this as a professional sport but um, yeah dad Dad kind of keeps to himself, which I love. Yeah. Um, he'll ring me, if not every day. But <laughs> yeah. um, it's more just like, oh, how you going? Did you go training? Like, yeah, what yeah. do you do? Nothing like, oh, your game on the weekend. Like, okay, he doesn't yeah, give me critiquing yeah, yeah. feedback, which which is good. Um, but, yeah, he loves it. He's so proud. I can just tell. And so is mum. Um, she, she's a bit much, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, we'll be um, the loudest one yeah. there on the weekend. <laughs> mum was like to me on the weekend, she's like, I'm going to be yelling out. And dad's like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's, man, that reminds me. My mum, like, you know, I'm not even in the mm. playing group. And yeah. my mum will message me after a game going, those referees and yeah. how's this? And da, 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 da. I'm like, hey, it's all good. I Just know. chill. It's all bit. Hey, look, the support is unwavering. Yeah, so absolutely. That's perfect. And they're going to be down here on the weekend. But yeah, so much mixed emotions in regards to like still me playing footy. Like Nan can't watch it. She's too nervous. She'll turn yeah. the TV on and look at the score <laughs> and then quickly turn it off. Like I was like, oh my God. So they're okay. in the stands. That'll be cool. Yeah. And mum will be up yelling, going nuts. Okay, we can hope not, but I'm going to say yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I remember last season when you scored your first try, mm. Channel and I went and interviewed your dad. Yeah. And they, you could just tell how proud your family yeah. were. Yeah. What do you remember about Obviously that game, but obviously seeing them in the crowd too. Um, that was pretty special because obviously when I debuted, um, when I was playing for the Broncos, that was a huge COVID season. So the Broncos were the only team flying in and out on that day. Um, and that they weren't able to be there, unfortunately. And then um, last year I didn't end up playing in State of Origin and they came down to that. So yeah. when I played here in Newcastle, that was um, probably the first game that they'd watched at such a level. And yeah, I, I, it felt really special to yeah. me, but I just knew that they... Yeah, it was something special for them and as well. Second minute, cross the chalk, like, yeah. beautiful. You couldn't, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't anything better. What about you, Megs? Any family coming down for the game? Yeah, I do actually. Um, my mum, dad and brother, um, which is really cool because he's 13 and absolutely loves the women's footy. Like, he's actually kind of grown up seeing it normal. So, um, yeah, it's really gotcha. refreshing because, like, I hear him say to his friends, like, oh, my sister plays in the NRL. Like, yeah, nice. He, he just thinks it's so normal. So... He absolutely loves it, so it's going to be really good. Um, like Rom said, I haven't played – I actually haven't played a game in Queensland apart from Origin. 
yeah. um, with NRL. So um, it's going to be really good to finally have them come and watch. Mm. Yeah, awesome. And how many games have you both played together? Would it only be a couple? Well, you know what? We actually met playing Queensland Country back in 2019. We just roomed together and we had mutual friends. And I was like, oh, I know you. And she's like, I know you too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we played that carnival together. Yeah, I don't know how many games that was. And then it pretty much... I played that one game for the Broncos. And other than that, like, we've trained a fair bit. Like, I've been in the Origin squad with Meeks. Um, yeah, the last couple of years. Yeah. And when we're playing for our state teams, it, it doesn't feel like we're playing against each nah. other anyway. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So not many, to be honest. Actually, not many. Um, we played heaps against each other, mm. like, mm. heaps against each other for club. Well, um, if we can segue to that. Your grand final win with the Gold Stars. Do you want to explain the ending to that game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> um, if I'm being completely honest, the Capras had full momentum. They had the crowd behind them. Like they brought so many fans with them. Um, the game was in Redcliffe to start with, with the Central Queensland and North Queensland team in the grand final, which was a bit like disheartening because not many of those people want to travel that far. Yeah, gotcha. But that's okay. Um, but yeah, they had the, all the momentum, they had all the fans, everything going for them. Um, we hadn't had much happening in the, probably the last 20 minutes of the game. It was literally the last minute. I'd just taken a run down the right and then they were going to kick it. It was fourth and they just put this huge kick up and I just remember standing there watching it like, great, that's not constructive at all. And it's coming down <laughs> thinking it's going to go straight over the dead ball line. Shania Powell was standing out on the wing. I think she was playing second row that day. It bounces up. She catches it and scores the try. Like you honestly wouldn't even read about it. It was even how it bounced though. Like my winger was coming back for it and it bounced over her head. Yeah, and like back into Shania's hands too. Like scores were twelve eight, I believe. And that no, it was ten. It was we were only two points down. Yeah, Yeah, it was ten. Twelve ten. Yeah, Yeah. and that try was scored right in the buzzer. Was it? Yeah, pretty much. I won in the game. Yeah, which is the cliche of the bounce of the rugby league ball. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. You talk about, you know, luck. Well, you make your own luck. Oh, you yeah. know, she's running for the ball. Yeah. She's yeah. no chance of getting it on the yeah. full, but take a bounce and bang, try. But it's not yeah. even like we, were, we weren't even building anything. Like we weren't doing anything constructive to like score such an unreal try. Like yeah. they deserve to win the game and like, oh, it was going to be a nice close game. Like everyone tried really hard and then that happened and we were all just like, Mm. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. It was crazy. Mm. Um, and also for you, Tamika, and going back sort of um, before you sort of started to play uh, NRLW, people may not know this, that you actually played for Australia in touch for the Emus and you were a pretty nifty netball player growing up. Yeah, so I actually played lots of sports growing up. Obviously, footy you couldn't play after 12, so I yeah. was really into touch through – um, school, especially high school with the representative stuff and also netball. I really liked netball. It was something different. Like It's because so sp- we were tall. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tall and fit and just run around all day. But um, yeah, I never really pursued netball too much. Like Touch was actually pretty busy yeah. um, on the schedule, especially living in Rocky. I was flying pretty much most weekends. And at one point I was flying into Brisbane every Friday night to play yeah. a game of Touch um, in their sort of club season. But yeah, um, we're a big touch family. My mum played as well. She played for Australia too. So yeah, great. We all yeah, played well. and, yeah, once I sort of transitioned out of touch into footy, it was uh, really helpful, like, with the skills. So talking about that transition, and that's actually what I was going to ask you. So in attack, if you're a touch player, that's obviously where your speed, agility, you know, comes into it. But 
going into footy now <laughs> where it's much more physical. Um, how was that transition for you? Obviously defensively as well, you know, you've got some, you know, pretty big people running at you. Um, what, yeah. what was that like? Oh, it's scary and it's probably the reason why I play in fullback because, like, <laughs> I can't really tackle that well. It's pretty obvious. But, um, nah, my team does a good good job not letting anyone through the line back yeah. at me. But attacking-wise, it's so similar. Like, you get yourself into four-on-threes, three-on-twos yeah. all the time, especially in fullback, and that's yeah. basically what touch is about. Yeah. Um, so it's really easy to transition um, through attack. But physicality-wise... Yeah. I was never really scared, but yeah. um, probably after my first season, 2019, I was weighing about 60 kilos and yeah. I, I lost nine kilos from the preseason to the end of it just because of the amount of running. So oh, I had wow. to go back and put on some weight to be able to handle it. I was yeah. getting thrown around a little bit. So that wow. first sort of, you know, kick downfield, you catch or you grab it and you're running out of your own end, like what was going through your head in your first well, game? Well, I was debuting on the wing and oh, they okay, obviously gotcha. knew that and they kicked it to me every yeah. time, which I was actually really grateful for because I caught it and got tackled. So then I didn't have to take that next run yeah, gotcha, into like gotcha. a full yeah, set yeah, of defence, yeah, you know, yeah, like... Yeah. So I didn't take any of them carries because I was the one getting tackled first. So yeah, kind of worked out well. Oh, it definitely <laughs> did work out well. You're doing great. What was your position in touch with you, Senna? Link? I was link. Link. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I both want to ask you as well, you both work in the community. You both have a strong presence in the community. You both work in the community a lot. Explain to us what you're passionate about. Like what do you um, find enjoyment when you go into those kind of spaces? I think for me, it's just obviously growing up in North Queensland to get out in the community up there. Like, um, it's such a huge region. So all the way from Weeper down to out to Mount Isa and back through to um, Mackay, Townsville area. So it's such a huge region to cover. And I think that just getting the exposure out in the community, like with the platform that we have available to us, and obviously rugby league such a um, great utensil to use, I guess, just with the coverage we have and the calibre of players and everything like that. I love using like our platform just to get out there and show the kids like opportunities they have get out of those small communities because like you have any like you can do anything and um that's a good thing because up in those communities in North Queensland a lot of the kids are starting to go to boarding school yeah which is awesome to, um to get them out and about see different opportunities that they do have available to them rather than just staying and being in that forever revolving cycle that um it's hard to break in some communities. And look, you can tell even with like the, the clinics that we do here and mm. stuff, like the male to female ratios are starting to really sort yeah. of even out. And, you know, even like for me personally, like mm. I've got two daughters. Mm -hmm. They know that dad works for the nights, but that's about where it, where it ends. I remember yeah. last year, I, they don't really come to the footy. They don't really have too much interest in it. They know I work here, but that's about it. But yeah. when you, the girls played, they were like, oh, we're going. And that's another thing, like growing up, I remember like any anyone that visited my school from a sporting club was always a male figure. Yeah. Um, so just to have that like opportunity to bring a female athlete into a community or into a school or, and be an, like an aspiring person for those kids is something else that I never experienced growing up. And um, quite often, like when I am doing some community stuff or in, in and around schools, they love that I'm a female in the school. Because, like, they forever looking up and being like, oh, like male rugby league players or cricketers, AFL players, anything like that. So I think that's something different that we never had growing up and yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and, like, as I said, like, the influence you guys have mm. is huge, you know. As I said, in my, from what happened with me, I've got two girls that don't really have any interest in rugby league, but they wanted to come to the game to watch you guys play. Yeah. 
And that's that's something that's, you guys, you didn't have to go to a clinic or do anything to do anything for that. It's just, you guys were there and you know, it's female sport in a region that hasn't had it at that level. Mm. And you know, you go to clinics and you see the smiles on the kids' faces when you guys are there, they, they, they love it, you know? And when you can, as you said, if you can't see it, you can't be it. So when you see you two and your teammates there and these little, you know, these little people are seeing you guys and going, wow, you know, that's what I want to be to finally see that, especially like last year, first time seeing the girls team in the full kit and all that like even me like I've been watching the Knights forever and I was like wow like this is happening this is you know this is so cool and you know I I can only imagine what you know a little girl that's thinking about playing league you know seeing you guys and having a chat or getting a photo or doing whatever it would spark that fire for them to keep going for sure. It was so surreal running out last season at McDonald Jones not only because Newcastle's so passionate but um, I still remember after the game how many young kids were lined up along the fence and we had footballs to give them. And yeah, there were so many little girls, but even the little boys, like they were just like so happy and like, it was so surreal, um, especially for girls that have never been in a space like this. And um, just to have little kids like aspiring to be like them or knowing who they are and stuff. I think that that's really cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. And you're both from obviously, uh, Robbie Lee's obviously like the number one most dominated sport where you both come from. So Explain a bit about that, Meeks. Obviously, you're from Rockhampton. Um, talk to us about growing up with rugby league, and then obviously now, what you the work you do within the community. What I guess yeah. drives you in that space? Yeah, so I've always loved rugby league. Like it's such a big rugby league community. There's so many um, male players, um, and you know, soon to be female players coming from Central Queensland, which is really good. Um, but yeah, always love the game. Like I said, I used to play against the boys and I didn't think that was weird or anything until you sort of get into primary school and you're like, oh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> but, um, but now that there's, um, there's so many um, pathways for the girls in school now, it's going to be so much easier for them um, to filter through. But yeah, absolutely loved it. And, you know, the second I realised, like I didn't even realise that there was women's competitions um, and someone asked me to go and play and I was stoked with that. Um, so once that sort of happened, it was unreal. But my sort of work in the community, I absolutely love it. Like I'm doing some school visits for the Knights here and it's actually amazing. Like when they find out, you know, you play for the Knights, they're all like so stoked and yeah. I cop a lot because I play for Queensland too. So <laughs> the kids actually get into me for that. But it's actually really funny and I absolutely love doing that work. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, guys, we're going to have a little break there. Uh, we're going to listen to some sponsor messages and we'll be back after that. Uh, this is the Knights HQ podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Be all in for our NRLW team. Show your support at round one on Sunday, the 21st of August at 6.15pm. Together, we're hoping to beat the women's crowd record of 11,321 fans. So come on, Newcastle. Our NRLW team will play straight after our NRL team in round 23 at McDonald Jones Stadium. See you there. All right, welcome back to Knights HQ Podcast, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Now, Croaks is not here. (laughs) Mr. Croaks. Love you, buddy. Love you, mate. But uh, look, he's here in spirit. Mm. And Jimmy, you're in for Croaks this week, so you'll bring a tune as well. So look, we're just bringing a tune, something we're liking the vibe of. Something that's sort of getting us up and going. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be old, new. It doesn't have to be, you know, it came out two hours ago and I know more, you know, (laughs) just whatever you're vibing on. So, look, the list here says croaks first. That means Jimmy, Jimmy, hit us. My tune of the week goes to the 1975, a band we both love. Yes. an English band, 
pop rock, you would say, genre? I would say alternate pop. Alternate pop. Yes. They have a new single called Happiness. It is quite a tune. Rewind back, I said it will be a tune. Comes yep. out literally the day net after. you happy, Jimmy? Bang. It makes me very happy. About happiness, makes me happy. It's all <laughs> aligning. Happy Tuesday. So, happiness Girls oh. by the 1975. Check it out. Part of the new album. They haven't released the full album yet. They're just teasing us with a couple of new songs. Jam- it's a banger. Jam- certified banger. Speaking of certified bangers, my tune is out of time by the weekend. Oh. Look, the Stop weekend, it. yeah, he's the man. He's yes. the man. I agree. I love... Thriller by Michael Jackson. I just like Michael Jackson in general. All his mu- music is great. Out of Time is a direct copy of Thriller. I'm happy to say that. He's heavily influenced by that album. <laughs> First time I heard it, I was like, yeah, okay, I understand where you've got this idea from, but it is an absolute tune. So if you haven't heard Dawn FM by the weekend, the whole album, Jimmy. Yeah, it's, start to finish. It's a journey. It's a journey. But particularly that song, my favourite off the album, go check it out. Now, Rom, yes. hit us with your tune. When I was actually sending mine in, I was thinking of Tamika because we, we have mm. similar tastes in music. I'm <laughs> yep. a country music lover. I'm actually a pretty easy listener. Just don't give me any like heavy rock and roll. Okay. And I'll be sweet. Nothing too aggressive. Yeah. Bit yeah. everything. Um, but I've gone with Morgan Wallen. Can't go past him. Okay. He would have to be probably par my favourite country music artist. So when the girls are in the house, you know, mm. and you know, the vibes have to be high. Yeah. Is it country music for both of you? Is that what's getting it going? Yeah, oh, yeah, and also Millie as well. Yeah. Oh, Millie. She's yep, usually yep, yep. the DJ oh. yeah. uh, ah. on the speaker. And this morning we had Keith Urban blaring. So. There you go. <laughs> shout out to Keith. <laughs> he uh, he listens every week. So <laughs> shout out to Keith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're all pretty similar um, taste in music, which makes everything so much easier. But to be honest, yeah, when I walk into game day, I started off with some country music. And then nice. as it gets a bit closer, amp it up and probably end with some T-Pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's range. Nothing I was going to say. <laughs> I said I'm an easy listener. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my song is so actually good. more than my hometown. Yeah, cool. Yes. Is that what, a new what? single? Is it new, old? No, it's no. not that new. Hey. No, it's pretty old. Yeah. Cruzy? Yeah. I've never heard it before. Cruzy yeah. or yeah. more upbeat? Uh, it was pretty heavy country. No, nah, pretty cruisy, to be honest. Okay. I'd, I'd say. Um, give it a listen. I will. I will. Now. Tamika, let's go. Yeah, mine's, um, it's called Feathered Indians. It's one that we've been loving at the moment. I think Millie started playing it not long ago and just can't get it out of my head. Who's that by? Tyler Childers. Okay. Mm. So I hadn't really heard of him before this, but he's actually got a few really good songs. No, so. and in that album is actually some music that I probably wouldn't listen to. Yeah, right. But, um, Ooh. I, yeah, I, honestly, okay. I never heard of him, but absolutely love that song. There you, there go. you go. Well, for those people that haven't heard those songs... Make sure you go check, check it out. out. Now, next segment. This one's a good one. Overrated, underrated. This is where we answer all the hard yeah. hitting. This is answer the solve all the world's problems. Yeah, this is what everyone wants to hear, and this is what this is what the sound grabs are going to come out of. <laughs> um, look, so we just say a word. You tell us overrated, underrated. If you want to elaborate, feel free. But if you just want to say, look, this you is how I debate. feel, and move you on. Can debate. You can debate. Whatever. Yeah. First one. TikTok. Oh, overrated. Overrated. Yes, but is it like a is there like a neutral? Oh, Rated. She loves I've it. I've heard you're a bit of a closet she TikToker. Loves it. I'm no, okay, so I We've I'm, got closet TikToker I've, and we've got she loves I've it over here. I've actually never made a TikTok in my life. Yep. I just like sometimes you find handy things on there. Yeah. Just to scroll, you yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah. 
But sometimes you see stuff that strong. you don't want to see ever again. So mm. do you want to hear? Like, it'll be like 11.30 at night and she's sending through TikToks and like, Millie and I don't even have the app. So we have to like go through a web browser to watch it. Oh, there They're you constructive, go. trust me. Well, the one thing that I will give TikTok, and I'm going to say underrated, I think as I'm entertainment, yeah. like if you just want to sit and scroll and just it's zone out. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's great for that stuff. It's like but a trap. One thing, you know how that's like life hacks mm. and they normally are terrible mm. or they don't work mm. or if you open this can, there's a ball in it and blah, 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 you know, <laughs> whatever it is. But anyway, the one that I did find on TikTok that does work that blew my mind, you know, when you're cooking something and you're chopping onions and garlic and it gets on your fingers and it just smells, you can smell garlic on yourself. If you get a spoon, like a stainless steel spoon under hot water and just rub it with your fingers, garlic smell gone. God. Wow. No soap, right? no nothing. Wow. Just warm water. Hold the spoon under the warm water and just kind of like, you know, rub your fingers on it. Gone. And yeah, I was like, right. as if that works. Like as so if that you works. You would know that if you didn't watch TikTok. Mm. And like maybe it's, a, you know, people like old school, you know, like it sounds yeah. like something that your grandmother would yeah, know or yeah, something, you know what I mean? And just I've never heard it's of that. in that revolving circle. Exactly right. So anyone that, you know, has got a few mm. garlic problems, there you go. Bang. Yeah. All right, next one. I'll Camping. Underrated. Yeah, sure. underrated. Underrated. Don't do it enough. I'm going to say... So a certain time frame, I'd say. I'm going to say... And I think it's where we grew up too. Like yeah. camping was a huge thing as a kid. So weather dependent. If it's bad weather, yeah. it's overrated. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. CMC, 20... What was that, 2020 or yeah. something? And all those um, videos and photos Terrible. from Splendor this year? Oh, yeah. Forget Ooh. it. You'd pay not to go. So if it's sunny <laughs> and it's beautiful and it's in summer and, you know, the weather's working, I could imagine yes. it would be lovely. But you wouldn't yeah. go camping saying? anyway if you knew the weather was bad. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, but if you've, like, gone out of your way to, like, all right, I'm going to go, I have to organise a holiday and go oh, okay. camping, all but that. But when you go camping, do you enjoy it? Well, that's the thing. I don't really go camping. So you, know, you should. Guy. So you it's can't great. Really no that. reception. Yeah. Get out in the elements. But like, how do I explain it? If I did go away, it would be like at a caravan park or- Lamping. Not camping yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. I know it's not camping, but if you just take- you I'm in sleeping cabin? in a dry- yeah, in the cabin. <laughs> yeah. I'm sleeping in a dry bed. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't have wi- yeah. If it doesn't have Wi-Fi, like <laughs> I'm not going. No. Um, yeah. I'm, look, I'm a bit city, okay? That's how you come That's the way that is. Yeah, exactly so right. So you're going to say overrated. No, no, no. I think if if the weather's good, mm. it would be lovely. But if it's raining and there's like water all through your stuff, and yeah, that's not, not only that, when you get home, you have to clean it all and dry it all out. Like that would be a massive pain, right? Well, segue. Where's some good camping spots in the Queensland area, girls? Where you're from? Um, I can't speak for Meeks because you know what people think. We live like around the corner. Like we're both in North Queensland. Mm. It's so like big. Hours yeah. away. Like that is so far away. But where I went camping growing up was more on the islands. Um, obviously, North Queensland has heaps of the islands just off the coast there. So that was something we did um, quite often as children and just quick weekend jump over to the islands. Same thing happened to us. Like when we went up to Townsville for the Cowboys game and then we had to come back to Brisbane for Magic Round. Mm. The distance from Brisbane to Townsville is longer than from Newey to Brisbane. Yeah. And, like, you think, oh, it's Queensland. Yeah. They're roughly in the same. And then, like, when we got on the plane, I was like, wait a minute. Like, 
that's heaps further away than what you think. So many people hate me because they just Honestly, they actually think I'm from North Queensland. Like, just because it's north <laughs> of Brisbane, I'm still in central Queensland. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, North Queensland's actually like eight hours away. Like ten, yeah. 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 It's yeah. such a big area. Yeah. Such a big area. Uh, next one, Beyonce. Underrated. Underrated. Love her. Appropriately rated. I don't think she'll ever, like, outdate. Yeah. No. I, I'm – how do you say underrated when she's – who she is. I know. You know what I mean? I know, but like she's definitely I know what not you're saying. overrated. Yeah, yeah, she's not overrated. Yeah. But and I wouldn't. people I, don't like her, I'm like, mm. Yeah. Mm. What's uh, wrong with you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, like underrated to me is like, oh, like we didn't realise you were that good. Yeah. Whereas know. we know how good she is and yeah. she just continually just yeah, goes, yeah. yes, I'm that good. So yeah, that's I would true. say rated. What's her go-to tune? Halo? Yeah. Single ladies? Oh. Her big hits are definitely like more iconic and like well known. Mm. Um, I think if you play them, most people would sing along to them. I'm old school. I'm Destiny's yeah. Child, man. Uh, I'm like Survivor. All if Jumpin' Jumpin' comes on, oof, <laughs> look out. I love Halo. <laughs> I'm a big Halo fan. Yeah, yeah. We're loving her new album, actually. Um, uh, some of the girls just put that on in the gym and just. Break my soul. Break yes, my soul. Is that a it. big that's jam in the gym at the moment? Yeah, yeah. cool. Boat cruises. See, is this, this is like a holiday one or like yeah, a quick like those. one yeah. day yeah. with your yeah. mates on nah, the boat? Nah, nah big, massive cruise. You know, like those things that like, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. I'm going to say overrated. I'm definitely saying overrated. I'm, I'm terrified of the ocean and I wouldn't want to go too far. Like yeah. <laughs> When I'm retired and I don't care Might anymore, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. jump on a boat for a few days, whatever. But yeah, no, it's not my idea of fun. Yeah, and like you pay. They're expensive, are they? Lots of people probably love Boat cruises, so but um, yeah, Sorry. you pay a fortune, and like, why not just go and actually do what you want to do in a holiday destination? I would feel, as you said, cabin fever, like not being able to leave, yeah, like I'm stuck on here until yeah. whenever we, you know, pull up wherever. And when it gets rough, like, you can yeah, we like a, land, no. yeah, um, land is our friend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the ocean's lovely, the ocean's lovely. But yeah, for days at a time, not sure. Yeah. So apologies to anyone out there that enjoys boat cruises. Yeah. Well, this is kind of what we we're talking about before, sort of. Putt putt golf. Avid golfers. Avid, avid driving range well, goers. I'm going to say underrated now because I didn't realise how fun it actually is. Mm. Like before that, I wouldn't have even looked yeah. at it, you know. Growing up, I never like actually knew about putt-putt. Like, that wasn't a thing at home. <laughs> you didn't know about it? No. Well, like, it didn't exist or you knew about it? Just, just never did just it. Just never did it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, like, I don't think it was even up there. But like Meek said, I think now underrated just because, like, I enjoy it and, like, yeah. probably could have a decent go. But as a kid, like, you'd just be like, oh. Golf <laughs> golf is great. Yeah. And I think you'd enjoy awesome. putt-putt because it's very just social, cruisy. Yep. Competitive, yeah. Competitive. No, I've got to step in here. I, I play golf with Jimmy regularly. Yeah. And regular golf can be cruisy as well, yeah. but he just won't let it happen because he's so competitive. Yeah, right. Like he's like, where did that ball land? What did you <laughs> score? Did you put on the card? What are you doing? You yeah. know the rules. We're playing actual golf. This yeah, is putt. yeah, but I'm just saying you cannot let your hair down. I reckon if we played putt putt, you'd be like looking at the yeah, rule book, going, <laughs> "All right." Uh, if you look at the second you sentence here, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, look, I don't like losing. Yeah, hey, I'm just anyway. saying, you know, you can let your hair down in all forms of golf. Thank you. Yes. Maybe you can teach him that, girls. Anyway, dad jokes. I'm a dad. Underrated. Love it. Underrated. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, I actually don't mind a bit of dry humour. Like, 
I'd say probably rated. Yeah, I was going to say rated. in the middle, yeah. I can appreciate rated. a good one, but some of them you're just like... Like oh all jokes. God. Some you're like... Oh. There can be bad ones. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you actually can't even make yourself laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's too <laughs> Weirdly, they're the best ones where you just yeah. like uh. crickets and no one's... And you're just like, yes, this is terrible. <laughs> well, look, that's us. Thank you so much for coming Beautiful. in, guys. Thanks for having us. Have you had fun? Yeah. Yes, always and fun in here. Look... For both of us and, you know, the whole club, we're so looking forward to Sunday. We can't, can't wait, wait for you to run out. So we, we're pumped, hey. Yeah, the whole team's so excited. Um, everyone's ready to go. So it's going to no. be a good one. That is awesome. Now, guys, remember, you can subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen to the entire back catalogue of the Knights HQ on the Knights website. New episodes are dropping first on our app. So you can download the app, turn on push notifications, and be notified the second a new episode drops. We are also on YouTube now. Golf clap. <laughs> We're on YouTube. Pop like, clap. subscribe, hit the bells, do whatever you got to do, and then you'll uh, be notified when a new video drops. Once again, thank you muchly to Maxwell Recruitment and Training for bringing you this episode of the podcast. We will see you next time. Thanks again, girls. Thanks thank for having you. us. Don't stop listening here. Listen to the entirety of Knights HQ Season 1 at newcastleknights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen. 